Follow The Ron Show on Facebook at The Ron Show Radio. The Ron Show on America One Radio. All right, before I move on, and I do want to move on from what even may to some feel like faint praise for Governor Brian Kemp. Although he's in Davos, Switzerland, he's representing the state of Georgia with those damn black cowboy boots. Ugh, stop it. I mean, was that really his fashion trend before running for government? Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't want to sit here and pretend it was fake, but eh. it's not Texas. We're not Texas. Cowboy boots, really? Still? Do people really still wear cowboy boots? I don't know. I've, I've, been, I've been in Atlanta three years now. I don't see, I see girls occasionally out in cowboy boots and skirts, which is another fashion quirk that makes no sense to me, but whatever. Nobody comes to me for fashion advice. Um, anyway, one more question from uh, this Bloomberg uh, interview that Brian Kemp did that actually spoke to his political aspirations beyond Atlanta. Any plans, any thought at all about you moving to Washington at some point? I mean, you know, that you know, a lot just, of people keep asking me well, that question. Well, the message you just delivered would be nice for the United States of America, not just for Georgia, right? Well, listen, I, I think, you know, from my perspective, being a term limited governor, I'm going to be involved in the Republican Governors Association. There's been a lot of Republican governors around the country that I think are going to have a say so in the presidential election hmm. one way or another, whether hmm. they're a candidate or another. I mean, I think you saw a lot of differences in states around the country during the pandemic and what people's real values were and and where people stood. I think the people in Georgia saw that. And I think there's a lot of other governors, not just me that have a great story to tell. And I think you'll see that as we move into 2024. Uh, so I'm going to be focused on that. But listen, I just got sworn in last <laughs> Thursday. Uh, I did my budget presentation to the General Assembly yesterday by Zoom. Uh, we're working on Georgia-based companies to create more jobs while we're out here. And we got our legislative session over the next three months. So that's where my focus is. I mean, on the one hand, he's saying all the things you're supposed to say. I just got elected. I just got sworn in. My focus is my job, yada, yada, yada. But he also did mention being a member of the Republican Governors Association and knowing that there are some other Republican governors, Ron <clears throat> DeSantis, who have some aspirations, we would presume, beyond their own current gubernatorial office. He notices. Now, uh, one thing we haven't had a chance to dive into yet is the governor's proposed budget for fiscal year 2024. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Kemp is calling for fully funding Georgia's quality basic education, K-12 student funding formula, uh, with $745 million uh, in the fiscal 23 mid-year budget. Uh, that'll cover state spending through June 30th. And then another $1.1 billion in fiscal 2024. The uh, QBE wasn't fully funded when Georgia was going through some leaner economic times, but full funding has been restored for the last few years. He's calling to uh, keep that the case. The nugget that got a lot of attention uh, on social media and in the press, uh, Governor Kemp has earmarked $61.2 million to fully fund the HOPE scholarship program for the first time since Nathan Deal cut HOPE benefits about 10 years ago uh, due to some Demand issues in the scholarship combined with rising tuition costs. He's uh, going to be raising uh, teacher salaries uh, by another $2,000, or at least he's calling for that. Uh, other certified educators and state employees would also see a pay increase of $2,000 uh, per year. Uh, that, of course, a campaign promise. Uh, also, a, uh, 
$1 billion state income tax rebate. Uh, also looking to whack $1.1 billion in property tax relief to homeowners. What else? Uh, $115 million for every K-12 public school to get a $50,000 school safety grant. And that's sad. It's just sad that we have to do that. But we live in the gun fetishist haven. Uh, another $25 million uh, in learning loss grants to help offset the impacts of the pandemic on student instruction. It'll be interesting to see how slushy a slush fund that turns out to be. Uh, he's also looking to repurpose close to $36 million from the state's One Georgia Rural Economic Development Fund to launch a rural workforce housing fund. As he says, to help ensure an adequate supply of housing for workers who will fill the jobs being created in rural communities. Huh. wonder if that'll be a lot of uh, block grant, maybe some of those uh, zero down payment assistance programs that exist in a lot of existing communities, existing subdivisions maybe. It'll be interesting to see how that gets funneled. As a realtor, I'm kind of curious about that anyway. Another $52 million to uh, Georgia Pathways. That is the limited expansion of the state's Medicaid program. Uh, he's expecting to launch that in July, by the way. The governor has also requested $25 million to build an additional state prison. So if you're wondering where all that money's coming from, it looks like the state budget is going to grow by about $2 billion from year to year, but the state has a $6 billion surplus. So a lot of that's going to go back to the taxpayer, the, uh, the property tax relief, the uh, state income tax rebate uh, will be coming back to folks. And, and that's great. Look, listen, I, I'm never opposed to, uh, to folks having more money in their pockets. Can't help but wonder, however, what uh, some of that $4 billion surplus that's not going to be used could be used for mass transit expansion. How about a high-speed rail program that links Atlanta to Athens and Atlanta to Macon, Atlanta to Augusta, Atlanta to Columbus? Making to Savannah. It's all a pipe dream, right? But what good would that do for the state and for uh, airport travel? Man, if I could catch a high-speed rail in Augusta to take a flight, psh. I mean, it, there'd be no need for an airport in Augusta anymore. I mean, seriously. And, and maybe that's why they don't do it. I don't know. Um, what else? Oh, well, Medicaid, full Medicaid expansion. Again, a pipe dream. But again, if you are a, a moderate or a liberal or a progressive, you, you, you listen to some of that budget and you think to yourself, I mean, this isn't awful. I mean, we'd love to see Medicaid expansion, right? And I'm not personally crazy about too much by way of property tax relief because that's a huge handout to mostly the haves versus the have-nots. Put it to you this way, if you are renting your home or apartment or condo or townhome, that property tax relief your landlord's going to get, you don't think he's going to pass that on to you or she's going to pass that on to you, do you? Of course not. But you're going to get your state income tax rebate. I mean, I guess that's nice. Now, where the rubber meets the road is, what will the General Assembly do with these budget recommendations? Well, They're not in session today, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. Back after this on America One Radio. Uh-huh. 
more Ron Show on America One Radio after this.